everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, uh, we're going to be talking about a little situation. We're going to be talking about with gays with regards to gay people. We're going to be talking about the gay folk. <laughs> it's, it's Gay Pride Month, y'all. Happy Pride. Yeah, to but everybody. it's things. Uh, we're going to talk about kind of things of, uh, I feel like they've shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Our sense of of place in the world. Don't know if you've noticed, but we'll get to it. Yeah. So. Yes. But, but yeah, it is Pride Month. You're right about that. We yeah. just had a uh, gay pride here in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, one of the best pride celebrations in the country. I would think so. It's huge. It's huge. People it's, don't. It's shockingly huge. And And the best part is that people don't see it coming. Right. People from the rest of the world, they uh, they keep doing articles about, like, how is the pride in Salt Lake so big? What the fuck is happening over there? Because <laughs> Salt Lake is gay. It's a very gay town. It's a very gay town. I love it. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. All um, right. But before we move on to anything else. Oh, yeah. This is true. We got a new thing we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, listen, a bunch of you have written in and said, hey, every now and then... Yeah. Or every week or something. Or basically all the time. Uh, ads are cutting into the middle of what you guys are talking about. Yeah. And uh, we know. Yeah. And it's a problem. Yeah. And we're working on it. We're working on fixing it now. But, but you know what it did? It spurred us. Yeah. We have been we've been having a discussion over the last couple of weeks as to like, maybe, maybe we don't even want to have ads on the show. Yeah. Period. We like, would, we've offered that as like a, a thing for for, for for patrons, for patrons, but maybe this is just something that needs to be for everybody. Yeah. But but the ads do bring in revenue, right? That we've grown to rely on. So and so, there's a problem. What we're gonna do is this: we are 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 gonna do a drive. We are trying to get more patrons. Exactly. Uh, we've we've identified a number. Yeah, and that number is three hundred and fifty, and total patrons. Total patrons. Right now we're at two hundred and eighteen as of recording. Right. Which, so, by the way, just so you guys know, that's low for a podcast of of our size. Yeah, that's actually we we haven't you know we don't we don't beat that drum very hard, but like or at least I don't think we do. So so here's the thing. Uh, no, we know the number of people listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we know the number of people who are who are contributing and what we'd like to become is just a listener uh fully listener supported supported show. Yeah. That's what we want our show to be. And once we can do that, we can move off of all of the we can just eliminate ads altogether. Right. So what if if we can do just a little quick history. Yeah. The the hosting company that we were with um which ran ads and did a, a an okay job of it. Uh, it was acceptable. Uh, got bought out by another company. Yeah, and we're not going to name names here because we're not. We don't want to badmouth. It's not about them They're, because it, they seem like nice people. Yeah, but and we've mentioned it before that there is just this technical issue with regard to ad placement, that, which we're working on, which we are working on. We're going to try to refine it a little bit, but it is uh, it is a completely different game, and. I cannot find another button to shut off mid-roll uh, ads. Yeah, it's true. And so it's, I've, from my perspective, uh, we have disabled that. And we're going to be in touch with, actually, the support people to like com- try to completely disable mid-roll uh, ad placement. Which cuts out a bunch of our revenue. It's already going to cut out some revenue. But we're, we're, making, we're taking that step right now because um, we, we just don't. Yeah, anyway. But the the larger goal here is if you guys can kick in enough, if we can if we can have 350 or more sustained uh contributors, con- yeah. sustained uh patrons. Right. We can get rid of it entirely. We don't have to deal right. with it at all. So that is an addition of 132 over what we currently have. Um which seems totally doable. Like, totally it feels doable. Like we should be able to hit this goal quickly. Um and so if 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 you guys can 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 help us out here, uh, if you've been thinking about donating and just haven't gotten around to it, uh, we we're not we're gonna try really hard not to bug you about it too much. Mm-hmm. But now's the time. Just it, we've got a solid number. You can see it on our Patreon page. 
you can see where we're at and where we're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. So uh, just help us get us over that that goal, and uh, and all will be well. And yeah. you you choose the level that you contribute at. We oh, say this all yeah. the time. So if you know if you can if if you can afford a little bit more than the bare minimum, awesome. That's great. We would super appreciate that. If right. you, if you if the bare minimum, you know, if one dollar an episode is the most that you can afford, great. And if you can't afford anything, of course we that's fine. But <laughs> if you can, you know, four bucks a month, yeah, is is not a lot of money. You know, that's 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 a coffee. You you know, one one Starbucks. Versus supporting a podcast that we hope uh, is of value to you. You keep coming back. We so. know you do. Yeah. You're, Again, li- you're listening right now. Let me point out to you. <laughs> you are listening to our show right now as we speak. All right. We, we've, 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 hit, we've hit it too yeah, hard. Yeah, but thankgodimatheist.com. Click on the support tab. That's how you, you, you get to Patreon. Uh, and, uh, and we do sincerely and genuinely appreciate the support so, yes indeed all right dan yes i've got the story about a, a mayor in alabama small town about oh. two thousand people okay and he decided that he was going to hit social media let me tell you something facebook nothing bad can happen when we're talking about a small town mayor in alabama <laughs> there's nothing that can go wrong i know it uh, so, I anticipate nothing but good things from what you're about to say. So here is the post that he made. Okay. And it says, we live in a society, and it's all cutesy, right? Like, it's all caps, and uh, he's yelling? He's yelling this to us. Okay. Okay. And I don't... Yes. Okay. So he says, we live in a society where homosexual... Actually, let me read it, all caps. We live in a society... No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Thank you. That's Okay. We live in a society where homosexuals lecture us on morals, transvestites lecture us on human biology, baby killers lecture us on human rights, and socialists lecture us on economics. And he, it's all caps, and he still put an exclamation point at the end. Okay. Um, well, his life is really hard. Yeah. So far, I can tell his life is really, really hard. Yeah. So um, this actually, some constituents of his actually responded back. Uh-huh. And uh, the the way that it's sort of, uh, you know, the picture that's being painted by this uh, TV station, uh, local station in uh, Alabama, um, they say that it's it was actually some strong criticism from multiple constituents. Um, but his pushback to that, he says, by giving the minority more rights than the majority, I hate to think the country my grandkids will live in unless somehow we change. And I think that will take a revolution. Yikes. Um, He said, so then there's, I guess some criticism there. And he posts, the only way to change it would be to, to, okay. The only way to change it would be to kill the problem out to kill the problem out i know it's bad to say but without killing them out there is no way to fix it the them here being i would assume the people that he initially called out homosexuals he says transvestites but he means transgender people um and uh baby killers and socialists so here's the here's the big question for me where does he think gay people come from? <laughs> does he think that they're breeding themselves? Because no, you got to if you kill all can, the homosexuals, you can kill all of the gays, and guess what'll happen? You just get more gays. You get more gays. They're yeah. gonna keep coming. <laughs> they're impossible to kill. They're like ants. <laughs> so anyway, so the the this the news the station the way they report it is pretty amazing. Uh, they, uh, they, they had this, they got him on the phone yeah, and they asked him about the comments that he posted Mm -hmm. and he says, I don't think I posted that. I think that's somebody else's post. (laughs) (laughs) So it says we questioned chambers. That's his, his name. Uh I failed to mention his name. Mark chambers, um, of carbon Hill. Mm. And, uh, and he says, we questioned, we questioned chambers, about the Facebook page, which contained birthday greetings and pictures of Chambers' family. So you're saying someone else is using your identity on Facebook, uh, one of the reporters asked. And he goes, I don't know. 
So we offered to meet Chambers in person so he could view the post. He declined, then hung up. <laughs> minutes later, he called back. During the second conversation, which lasted about six minutes, Chambers acknowledged <laughs> writing the post, but he said it was being taken out of context. Uh-huh. I love being taken out of context. Oh, this yeah. is their favorite oh, sure. favorite line when they're really you cornered. In go the ahead and tell us the context in which, you're, in which it's fine for you to say kill all the gays. Cool. <laughs> Let's hear that context. He also claimed that he errone- erroneously posted the public co- or the comment publicly and that it was meant to be a private message between <laughs> him and a friend. Um, that so makes it better. He also admits he doesn't know how to Facebook, uh, which is fine. I don't know how to Facebook, but um, but I'm not on yeah. Facebook. Does not- I don't, it's not a problem for me that I don't know how to use the platform because I'm not on the platform. Well, also, not knowing how to use it. <laughs> And accidentally posting something publicly that was meant to be private, we still saw what you said. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what whether you said it to whether we were meant to hear it or not, <laughs> that doesn't change what you said. Yeah. Uh, also, during the call, Chambers spoke about immigrants, calling them ungrateful. <laughs> uh, he yeah. claims they uh, should be so grateful for how we treat immigrants in this country. I know we're so great to them. He claims they're taking over the country, and uh, he voiced some. Uh, uh, his comments were in response to a civil war happening in the United States. We talked about civil war last oh my week. God. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't like this at all. Uh, I never said anything about killing gays or anything like that. He says. So we read the post from Chambers' page back to him. No, that's in a revolution. That's right. If it comes to a revolution in this country, both sides of these people will be killed out. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, He then fumed about privacy and his Facebook page not being uh, for the public, although he did acknowledge his page's privacy settings were public. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, they did a great job reporting this. Um, He later changed his Facebook page to private. Yeah, I guess so. And then he said, at one point in the conversation, he said that that, uh, he's not concerned about uh, criticism. He said there's only one person in town who doesn't like him. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, dude. There are so many people in this town who don't like you. You're a dick. Well, he was... I don't know. It is Alabama. It's small town Alabama. That dude's getting reelected, no problem. Yeah. That dude is not going to have any trouble, but we can have some fun at his expense along the way. But also, like, I want to know why, like, his Facebook page apparently (laughs) is a mugshot. Look at this. Oh, my God. It's not really a mugshot, listeners, but, like, he is just standing against a white wall in a polo with just... Polo, polo shirt, right? With just his expressionless arms dangling down by his side, <laughs> like he's been given a muscle relaxant or something. <laughs> Slumped shoulders. That is a sad, sad picture. <laughs> that was the best they could find. Yeah. There you go. Woo. All right. Well, I'm going to take us uh, to. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going to take you. I'm going to have you guess. Oh, goody. Uh, this is a, a part of the world. Okay. Where a store owner okay. opened his store okay. on Good Friday oh boy, and is now being fined $10,000 uh, worth of uh, approximately $10,000. Opened on Good Friday? For being open on Good Friday. Someplace really fucking Christian. So name a country. What do well, you the think? The U.S.? Nope. But we, that wouldn't happen here. Nope. Uh, really? It was fucking Canada. <laughs> Welcome to Manitoba. What? Where, where apparently there is a provincial law that prevents stores, not all stores, stores that have non-essential things. This is a grocer. Who Food s- is essential, people. This is a grocer who decided to be to open his stores in Winnipeg. No. Uh, during, no, you're making this up. On Good Friday, he's been fined uh, 10,000 Canadian for uh, for being open on Good Friday. Good Friday? That's not a fucking holiday. What the fuck are you talking about? It's not Christmas. And even if it were, 
You can't mandate that people have to close their business on a religious holiday. Like, well, apparently you you can. Apparently you can. Apparently in Manitoba, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Wow. Provincial government. Yeah. He he decided to stay open when he looked and noticed that the local weed store was open. The because look the there oh. are the exceptions to the act include uh, this is the the retail business holiday closing act, uh, <laughs> but apparently pharmacies, gas stations, and cannabis stores are allowed to be open. So he saw that the weed store was open. He was like, "Fuck that! I'm opening." Yeah, and, and then he got two cops walked in and ticketed him. And now, and now he's being How is that fined. a real law? How I mean, is this possible? I, I, I can imagine this being like a law that once was. Right. Yeah, well, like one of those laws that you read about and it's quaint and it's silly. It's and still on the books, but everybody knows right. we don't actually enforce it. Here in Winnipeg, you can't ride your horse on the left side of the road. You have to ride it on the right, right side of the road and, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You can't milk a cow on a Tuesday if the full moon's in effect. Right. But no, this is now they're enforcing it. That shit's happening. Wow. That is unexpected. Yeah. Uh, that is a stupid, stupid law. Yeah. When was it? Does it mention when this law was passed? Uh, Do you have any sense of that? I don't. Uh, huh. But it like, sounds... Is this a new law? It sounds recent. Like, well, the, the Retail cannabis. Business Holiday Closing Act sounds... doesn't sound like something... I don't know. Well, the fact that the law includes... Cannabis. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This this law has recently been updated. I, yeah, I don't know what's going Rather on. Rather than repealed. Right, yeah, which exactly. Which is what you would expect any reasonable person to do. So I think this guy is going to fight it. Good. Uh, which he absolutely should do. Good, good, good. You can't... No! Because Canada's got, Canada's got, like... Really good, like, human rights laws in place, like national laws that yeah. have pissed off some cr- Christians because they're required to give every... But, like, apparently they can enforce when you can open your apparently store. Christians should just move to Manitoba. Yeah, exactly. Because you have <laughs> police enforcing stupid laws. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Over there in England and Wales... Oh, beautiful England and Wales. Uh, there has been a shift over the past uh, 15 years or so Okay, in, uh, in marriage practices, in, Uh-oh. in how weddings are being performed. Uh-oh. Uh, humanist weddings have seen a 266% uh, increase in England and Wales, while uh, the number of... Church of England weddings has fallen by 28%. Catholic weddings by 34%. And Baptist weddings, I didn't even know there were any Baptists over there, uh, 42% drop. Well, I I mean, this falls in line with uh, a story I did a little while ago about Scotland. So Yeah, no, that's true. It's good to see that, it's good to see that all of the British Isles are on the same trajectory <laughs> in terms of... Uh, in terms of Fuck off religion. We can do this on our own. Yeah. Um, Also, apparently, on the rise, um, the article uh, includes a picture of uh, chimney sweeps at weddings. It's a whole gallery um, of photos of chimney sweeps at weddings. Is that a Um, lucky thing? (laughs) I don't know. Is the Mary Poppins thing based on a thing? I don't know, but I mean, this guy, he's, he's, he has a chimney sweep. Yeah. And he's dressed as a chimney sweep. Yeah. Just like Um, fucking Dick Van Dyke. He's like, uh, (laughs) I assume his accent's better than Mr. Van Dyke's. Oh my Um, God. I now I'm sad that I, I mean, I eloped. And so I didn't have a wedding, but I'm but sad I didn't have a chimney sweep. One must it. have a chimney sweep at it's, one's wedding. It's the, it's the only accessory that's absolutely <laughs> needed. Uh, humanist uh, marriages, however, in England and Wales are classified as atheist or agnostic. Okay. So they therefore are not legal. Oh. This is where the article is actually kind of going. Oh. Uh, so they are not officially recognized. By the government. Unlike Scotland. Exactly. Interesting. Uh, So they're on the rise, and there are people working to try to get this changed. Right. 
Um, but um, yeah, they uh, they have not been able to get uh, humanist wedding, humanist so- marriages to be recognized um, <laughs> as they are currently in uh, Scotland and, and Northern Ireland. That's so um, funny. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What, but- so wait, they're they're getting illegitimate like unrecognized marriages they're they're, they're having weddings doing what the mormons are now doing okay right? which is you have you need the actual legal thing right and then you go off and you do what you really want to do right so you get so okay so you get uh right. legally married at by some justice of the peace or right. whatever and then you go and you have uh, a humanist chaplain do a supposedly do right? do the ceremony that you want yeah okay. do, do something nice and that fits you that's not you know, churchy and gaudy and uh, religious-y and okay. whatnot. Um, but here's a uh, quote from Andrew Copson. He's the chief executive of Humanists UK. Yeah. He says, we knew from the huge popularity of our funerals, let that settle in for a second, that there was enormous public appetite for humanist ceremonies, but the scale of the demand for weddings has blown us away. Yeah. Because nobody wants your fucking priest no Mm, the priests who will not listen entirely to your wishes and insert things that you don't care about they'll fucking preach at your at your people yeah yeah you don't want that and say awful things right oh awful horrible things about Yeah, you can't control a priest just understand if you you hire a a religious person to conduct one of your ceremonies You may think they may look like they're agreeing with you. Oh, yeah, we can do that. If he happens to know that you were living in sin uh, before getting married, he might throw something in about it. He might throw something nasty in. You know, they're sneaky. Yeah. Mormon bishops are the worst about that sort of shit. Oh, my God. Mormon bishops. They are are so judgy. They're so Well, and what they're the, the prescribed, like, like uh, wording of the whole thing, right? Mm. Well, the, their guidelines say they are supposed to talk about how this is a lesser ceremony, right. than, than the temple marriage, right? Yeah. So right. if they don't, so if it, if you're not in the temple, if they're having the ceremony outside of the temple, and the yeah. Mormon bishop is officiating, yeah, he's going to shit on your marriage. Yeah, he's going to rub your face in the fact <laughs> that this is not a temple marriage. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Hey, well, speaking of uh, of the Church of England, oh. Uh, so every 10 years, theoretically, they have their Lambeth conference, Uh which is the entire Anglican communion, including the church of England, uh, and the Anglicans elsewhere far flung in the world. It's yes. Um, they've been, it was supposed to happen last year, Mm. 2018. Okay. Got postponed. It got postponed to 2020. Uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury, who's like the head honcho of the Anglican Communion, uh, <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that the head that the head person of a major world religion is named Justin. I will never get over that. <laughs> anyway, Justin Welby, Archbishop of Canterbury, looks like he's sort of mid mid level manager of a of, of a tech company. Uh, he's like a junior. Well, he has a mid-level title as well. Archbishop of Canterbury? He's archbishop. Yeah, it doesn't sound... Yeah. Wait, come on. Get something more lofty. Get some cardinals in there. What yes. are you doing? This, nope. Come on, guys. That's as high as it gets. Get anyway, fancy. Anyway, uh, he, uh, has, he postponed it to 2020 uh-huh. because he's been trying to reconcile some warring factions within his, oh, dear uh, within his flock. Okay. Notably, the African factions, which are all arch super conservative and do not like gays. No gays. <laughs> they hate them. <laughs> it's sin. <laughs> so, uh, on the other side does of that th- makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, on the flip side of that coin are the Americas, where there are gay bishops, oh, there yeah. are gay priests, there yeah. are gay, there are lesbians about, there are women getting the priesthood, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Yeah, well, uh, walking past an Anglican church downtown on Pride Sunday, uh-huh. pride flags. Yeah. At yeah. the church! Yeah, a little bit different. There's a slight, <laughs> a slight difference between Episcopalian, them. it wasn't, but, uh, yeah. But let me tell you something, there's a problem here. The highest number of Anglicans in the world 
Nigeria. Oh, boy. What? Then the UK. After what? Nigeria. Really? Then third place, Uganda, with Sudan and Kenya following. What? So it's there are n- so many Anglicans in Africa. So many Anglicans in Africa, and the African Anglicans are out. They are not. So they've they have now announced that they're not coming. <gasps> You'll recall that only weeks ago, months ago, they announced that uh, they were inviting all of the gay uh, bishops to Lambeth. But they were not inviting their spouses, whereas the oh, spouses right. of all of the other gay bishops could come. So that was... Not, no, the spouses of all the straight bishops. Oh, sorry. Straight, yeah, of all the other bishops. Yeah. So that was a big hubbub. That was a, but that was supposed to be the, uh, I think, the olive branch to the Africans. And well, it wasn't enough. They have uh, so poo-pooed they, this gesture. So it is first not they offend all the gay bishops. <laughs> right, for, which, right. Which is only like four or five. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. And all of the bishops who are allied to these. Absolutely. Gay. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So they offend all of them. <laughs> and then it and then the doesn't work still snub at all. <gasps> and this, the Af- Oh, this is a mess. The Africans are not What a happy. mess. What is Justin going to do now? Oh, Justin. Justin! <laughs> <laughs> you were not prepared for this, Justin. Oh, no. It's the okay. worst. There you go. Okay. Tr- trouble in paradise. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, over in Tennessee. Oh, goody. You, you're going to all the good places. I love this story. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. It's a horrible story. Uh, Craig Northcott. Okay. Is how I'm going to say his name. Probably Northcott. Okay. Of Coffee County. He's uh, the local district attorney. Okay. Um, he... <laughs> He has come out and said openly that he is not going to enforce uh, the state's domestic violence uh, laws uh, if it's a homosexual uh, couple. Oh, my God. Uh, Which, you know, domestic violence laws are designed to add layers of protection in, in, in in these instances. Um, and such he, as he knows that gay marriage that these people are married, right? Like, well, let's get to that. Okay, let's get to that. Um, he uh, he says that um, the, so there's enhanced punishment under these laws, right. and there's also uh, the ability to take firearms from a dangerous offender who's sure. convicted, stuff like that. Sure. You know, yeah. um, think reasonable things that yeah. even Tennessee. Has decided, yeah, uh, should should happen right. um, in in cases of domestic violence. Uh, he is saying, however, and oh, if Coffee County sounds familiar to some of you, this is where Bonnaroo, oh, is held. So that that's of note. Um, yeah, you know, so, if you're a music fan and you're you, you, you know what Bonnaroo you know is, sure. that is. Uh, so he says, and this is all you, you must understand. That this is all taken from a video. All these quotes. Okay. Um, he these, and this was this who is this? For, this is for these. These are things that Craig Northcott said. Who's the? He's the district attorney. District attorney. Okay. And he to says, and the district attorney, just so everybody understands, that's the chief prosecutor. Yeah. That is the person who in who who after the police have collected up somebody and charged somebody with. It's his office that decides that is going to prosecute right. in court or go through the process of getting somebody to, you know, plead guilty. Yeah. And, uh, with they a, file with the charges. They exactly. They are the main guys in terms of the Egg, criminals. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. These are the people who who put people in jail. Right. All right. So, but he was talking in this video uh, to. <laughs> um, it was posted. It was at a Bible conference, and it was posted by the Dean Bible Ministries. Oh my! The segment is titled "The Local Church's Role in Government." Oh God! Uh, he zero. He said none. He, he told attendees that he believes the Bible calls public officials to be ministers of the gospel. Jesus Christ! Okay, awful, great, terrible, terrible idea. Yeah. Um, he says that the nation is being ruled. By, quote, five people in black dresses. Five? 
Well, that's all it takes to make a decision on the Supreme Court. Okay. It's five out of the nine. So he says that five of them are ruling the nation. Oh, my God. Right. So <laughs> he says, so the social engineers on the Supreme Court decided that we now have homosexual marriage. I disagree with them. <laughs> what do I do with domestic assaults? Uh, he's, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't, uh, doesn't prosecute, doesn't prosecute him. him. Wow. Uh, he prosecutes them as, uh, just normal assault. Just assault. Uh, the reason that there's enhanced punishment on domestic violence is to recognize and protect the sanctity of marriage. And I said, there's no marriage to protect. So I don't prosecute them as domestics. Oh my God. There's a problem here, which is the domestic violence laws do have nothing to do with marriage. No. They they it, protect uh, married and unmarried couples. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Regardless of orientation. You don't even need to live together. Probably not. You if just, you're in a if, relationship. If you're in a relationship. Oh, my God. And you're being battered. Right? <laughs> yeah. So um, he says, there are no constitutional rights. There are only God-given rights protected by the Constitution. Wow. If you don't believe in the one true God, there is nothing to protect. Wow. Okay. He has problems with Muslims, too. Uh, really? Yeah. I shock, am shocked. Shock horror. I don't, uh, how could that be? So the gays and the Muslims, ironically, are teaming up <laughs> against this guy. Yeah. Because... Uh, yeah. Because that's crazy. This is some crazy, crazy, scary shit. I mean, it is, after all, the year 1906. So <laughs> it makes sense that this would be happening in this country in 2019. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a... I'm going to close this out with a... a, a what I think is a very interesting story. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, the California State Senate okay. uh, recently passed a bill that would require priests to report uh, child abuse and molestation if they learn about it while hearing a confession. Okay. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. That wasn't already a thing? No. Because priests have always claimed that that is a, a, a sacred and, and oh, they, it's God. like attorney-client privilege, right? They claim that there's a privileged position oh, between a priest and their parishioner Christ. when it comes to confession. Uh, but California is we saying... to a higher authority. Right, exactly. California is saying, no, 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 no. If they're admitting to abusing their children, you have to report it. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Also, you should probably be reporting it when you or one of your colleagues. Uh, well, if one of the colleagues reports it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is that there are. Already, I think they're already required priest. by law to report in some places yeah. on each other. Well, okay. Good for California. Is there. What's the fallout? Well, because uh, I figure there's gonna be. Well, yeah. Uh, currently, it, it it's passed the Senate. Um, oh, okay. So I don't it's not law. I don't. It's not law yet. Okay. Um, there's an altered version of the bill that uh, is amended, um, which basically uh, it would it would have required the priest. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, they anyway. Hopefully, it it does go through. Um, but people are very very upset. Uh, they're saying that it's a blatant violation of the First Amendment. That was <sighs> San Francisco Archbishop oh, Salvatore. God. Fuck you, Cordiglione. Children here, right? You piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. And so he's calling church-state separation. Oh God, um, no, 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 no. If no. someone is reporting uh, child abuse, yeah, you have to call the authorities. Yes. Uh, but yes, they're, oh they're they want they they have clergy penitent privilege. <laughs> they're very. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah. Oh my god! I don't like uh, that. No. And so like so the so there will be a fight. There will be a battle. We'll see how that plays out. Right. 
Maybe there's some sort of loophole. They should contact like those Jewish people who come up with like the buttons for the phones and switches <laughs> on the Sabbath. Surely there's a get, way. Get some rabbis on this. Yeah. You can report this without actually reporting it. Yeah. Rabbis are really great at that sort yeah. of thing. They need to get really like. Right. Exactly. Know, like, I'm keeping the confidence, but I am pushing this button. <laughs> yeah. Which takes a photograph of you and sends it. It's not anything I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling anybody anything. No, no, no. It would have to be more like, I will hold this button down as long as you're not telling me about. Right. You know, whatever. Right. And that prevents or... the photo from being taken. <laughs> Releasing my finger, I didn't do anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I didn't or, do anything. Yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Tell us how people can respond. I will. Uh, listen, if you want to write into us and tell us all about things, uh, we had some email kerfuffle, but it is fixed now. It is fixed fine as well. Like, yeah. it is good. Yeah, we're... New set, our new email, believe it or not, is improved. It's, it's yes, exactly. It's so use it, write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. <laughs> or you can call and leave us a voicemail <laughs> message. The telephone number is 424 666-8442. Yep, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, if you know, if unlike Frank, you know how to use Facebook. Uh, and you can click on the like button and see all the cool stuff. This is true, and apparently there's a place on Facebook where you can search for things, uh, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge, and request to join. Yeah. Uh, while it is a closed group, we will let you in. That's how it works. Hey, Dan. Hello. Um, so here's a fun little clip that we're going to play. It looks like this was uh, uh, the was Jim Baker show. On the Baker show. Yeah. And uh, this guy, well. Robert Henderson is his name. He's going he's gonna to tell us a few things. He's, he's going to tell us uh, a revelation about how Donald Trump became elected. Ooh. Spoiler alert. This guy was involved. <laughs> He's also going to call uh, Hillary Clinton a flower, but that's going to not be a compliment. So, oh, okay. Well, listen. listen for that. Okay. That's four stages of judgment that will come upon anybody that becomes a party to saying, we're casting off his bonds and removing his constraints. And, of course, wow. that's what they're doing with, with President Trump. Yes. They're actually saying, we don't want him. And that's what's so deadly about that is that he's God's choice. He's God's choice. And God said, I set him. Yeah. They can try all day long to remove him. They will not remove him. God said, I set him as the president. And they can fight and they can, they can curse and they can do all that they want. The problem is they're fighting against God. Right. They're fighting against God. Yeah, right. That's and thing. God says, look, I'm, okay, when, the, what, in March 2016, in March 2016, I was in Germany. And it was in the heat of the Republican primary. And there was like 10 or 12 people still in it. And all of a sudden, I have a dream. I'm in Germany. And Donald Trump calls me on the phone. And he says, I need for you to do a conference for me on July the 6th to shift things concerning my campaign, to shift things so that I will win. And so I did that. I had a conference You're on kidding. July the 6th. And we stood in the courts of heaven, in the council of the Lord. And in that council, God told me to make a decree out of James 1.11, wow. which is all flesh is as grass and the flower is as the glory of the grass. And he said to me, he said, here's what I want you to do as you stand here. I want you to decree that Hillary Clinton's campaign is as grass. And that she is as the flower of the grass. And the burning, searing, exposing heat of God will come and bring exposure. And she will wither away and Donald Trump will be the president of the United States. And we did that. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. 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 He made it happen. He did it. He he's did telling it. us well after the fact. <laughs> did he? Here's, a, here's what I'm confused about. Would, did he have a conference or not? He said he had a conference, and then he said he, they stood in the something of God. And the Con, was it a conference with God? With, did, was God invited? They, did, he was an attendee. He was, he was there. He had a lanyard, <laughs> just like <laughs> everyone else. Lord and Savior, if, Jesus Christ. What if God was? <clears throat> oh my with God! With a lanyard like all of us. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't know what he was saying, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm very confused about what the fuck was going on. He but was like, he did it. He was like, I had so a here, dream and so Trump, Trump called me. Yeah. So it's not, tr- <laughs> hey, Trump called me and said, hey, can you do this? But I'm pretty sure I he had wants, a dream. I'm pretty sure he's happy for people to, to, mis- to misunderstand and, and think confused. that he actually got a call from Donald Trump. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Also, I love the idea that you can't get rid of him because he's God's choice. How is he God? He's God's choice. Was Obama God's choice then, too? Because God, if God didn't choose the people, how'd they get there? Right. I don't know. It's all a mystery. God, Lord works well, in mysterious ways, and nobody's more mysterious than these bastards. We, we actually literally get to see a fight between good and evil played out in the presidency right i guess evil yes evil you know advances and then god advances and evil retreats and then evil advances and god retreats yeah i guess so right like how does this fucking work constantly this always happens. It doesn't make any, it's, it's just fucking lunacy. It, it is lunacy. Yeah. We'll talk more about that lunacy a little later in the show. But little first, later. we had some folks write into us, and I wanted to, to acknowledge them. Okay. Uh, Stephanie wrote in, hey, guys, as always, you're doing a fantastic job with the podcast. Love it. Uh, over the past few weeks, I've heard more than one American on the Internet talk about the necessity for law changes regarding fetuses. Hmm. They said that the law should be changed, that murder charges could be brought for unborn children also. So, for example, someone murders the mother and therefore the child also dies. They said that the prosecution should be able to charge them with two murders. Now, uh, this is an extreme case, but I wonder if, if the real reason behind this is not a kind of backdoor way into outlawing abortion. What do you guys think? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what they're trying to do. <laughs> Yeah. The more that they, the more that they can establish personhood yeah. for a fetus, yeah. the more if they can get any law to go through that grants personhood to a fetus, they're that they feel like they're that yeah. much closer. Yeah. It is a concerted effort in this country, Project Blitz, Ugh. to uh, to make to try and uh, <sighs> which of course has nothing to do with the actual fetuses. They don't actually care about that. What they care about is controlling women. Absolutely. Uh, and they make that clear all the time. They keep saying shit. Who was it? There was one guy that was like, that was asked about, well, what about all of the embryos that are created in a lab uh-huh. and then thrown away? And he was like, no, that's not a problem. That wasn't a woman. It wasn't a pregnant woman. Oops. You wow. said it out loud, buddy. Yeah. You're not, that, use your inside voice when you say the things that make it clear that you're just <laughs> trying to control women and not trying to protect fetuses yeah Yeah. oh god all right yep the ding dongs are out uh jeff wrote into us uh in the first half of the show you discussed the catholic church that leases its property to a public school and has ordered uh removal of pro lgbtq messaging yeah um i'm relatively new to salt lake welcome oh he says he's been here for four years Uh, And have heard that there are strict anti-LGBTQ rules and guidelines at the downtown mall that the Mormon church owns. (laughs) Wouldn't the same apply here? First of all, are there? Uh, I mean, I know that I've seen... I can't walk through holding hands, maybe? Or displays of affection in the mall? I don't don't know about that. I I think there are some rumors about it, but I don't think that there are any big rules. And if there are, they don't really enforce it. No, not at all. I definitely see gay folks holding hands and all sorts of you stuff. do oh sure in the mall sure really if i thought that that was an actual rule there i'd be holding hands with every man i went to that mall with i would be going down there purposefully to hold hands huh. at that mall because fuck them right but i don't think that that's a thing and yeah, and getting banned from that mall wouldn't be that big of a loss <laughs> no it wouldn't but uh but maybe it's a thing uh although it doesn't fall under the same uh the same purview as the story that we were talking about because we were talking about what is uh what amounts to a public school so right. it's owned by the state right. and uh, and run and and funded by the state that's a totally different animal yeah. than a privately owned and funded uh business yeah though in the utah homosexual gay people are a protected class so you can't discriminate against them in your place of if you're open for public business, right? Uh, b- 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 I don't think that's entirely the the scope of 
of our law. Our law is really restricted to housing and employment. Uh, employment. Right. So I don't I don't know how much further it goes than that. Don't be so gay, everybody. <laughs> got very gay downtown this week. Oh my god. Still very gay. It's always gay. It's a very gay city. It is so gay. It it everybody's gay here. It's bizarre. It's wonderful. It's a it's, <laughs> it's a, not everybody, but it's like we have a very high percentage of like yeah. way higher than we are we are most cities. We are the the largest city in about a 500 mile radius. Right. So everybody if you're from northern uh uh Nevada, if you're from Idaho, if you're from Montana, uh, Montana Wyoming, Wyoming call, even parts of Colorado yeah. and you want a place to go where you're going to feel a little more comfortable as a gay person. Yeah. A lot of you are going to come to Salt Lake. Yeah. And welcome. Yeah. It happens all the time. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, and it surprises the shit out of everybody that thinks they know what Salt Lake's all about. And right. that's that's fun, too. Yeah. It's always delightful. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we did not answer your question, Jeff, so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Molly wrote into us, Hi, Frank and Dan. Was listening to the most recent p- episode and got to thinking about the trend that you started to talk about with increasing number of conservatives prepping for a second civil war uh, being fought over abortion. And I came to the conclusion that if they mean what they say about abortion being murder, that makes a a certain amount of sense. Uh, It's like abortion banning laws that don't make allowances for rape or incest or that intend to punish women uh, and abortion providers for murder. They're awful and evil laws, But if they truly think that abortion is murder, then at least they're being consistent. Likewise, if they truly believe that abortion is murder, then it's consistent with that belief to believe that abortion is equal to slavery in terms of how evil it is, and that the pro-choice movement is equal to the Confederacy as well. I'm not saying that is correct, obviously, but if anything, I'd say that the fact that more conservatives aren't preparing for war and a lot of them think that Alabama went too far is pretty good evidence that they don't believe what they say they do regarding abortion <laughs> being murder. Hmm. I think that's an interesting point. I think that there's an in, there's an interesting point to be made that like, yeah, if you're not fighting tooth and nail, hmm. maybe you understand that this is actually like not the same thing as killing a person post birth right maybe you get that i think a lot of i think there are a lot of christians who understand that yeah. distinction i mean the tribune just ran an article this last week about the lds church clarifying actually that they're they're actually kind of pro choice in in a lot of situations right certainly in the sen- in 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 the situations of uh incest rape mm-hmm. yeah uh or or health uh, issues yeah. they're, they, they're actually very open to that yeah it's nothing that they are, are pushing against at all which is funny now, because elective, a lot of elective abortion right they they have problems they with have it. a problem with it but like frankly if you're okay with these other things just shut up yeah no i really literally just shut up right if you're not okay with it also shut up you're wrong but but like <laughs> yeah all right. That's an interesting point, Molly. Uh, we had some folks give to us, and I'm going to start us off because we had a, a one-time pay, uh, PayPal donation from Thomas, oh. uh, which is, was very generous. Thank you so much, Thomas, for that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, what do you got? Very much. Um, well, we have two new patrons on Patreon. Um, and they have- signed up without even knowing that we're we're now doing this, this push. Is true. Yeah. So they're, so they're, they're, they're awesome. awesome. They're really awesome. Yeah. Uh, we have one new faithful uh, okay. listener, uh, Juan, and one new venerable listener, Rocky. Oh, you guys are great. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. So much. Both, both these kind souls uh, went to our website, thankgodometheus.com, and clicked on the support tab Yeah, and followed the links over to Patreon where they became patrons. And where show. where they became part of the uh, the... the Legion that's going to get us off of these advertisements and yeah. keep us uh, rocking and rolling. Yeah, thank God. And of course, there is our Lord and Savior, our top donor, uh, who reigns supreme. All, all bow <laughs> before <laughs> Josh. Hooray! <laughs> Thanks, guys.
Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, your face. <laughs> your face? <laughs> Don't be rude. You're the one that's actually like not I, having a beard lately. I know. It's kind of crazy. Uh, and how are you doing not? Ha- how are you? How are you achieving this non-beardedness of yours? Well, I shave. Oh, okay. From time to time. It's a... I like a little scruff. Sure. Right? It's not a consistent thing. But then you have to take it down. Right. Right? And start all over. And the way to do that... Is with Harry's. The prime way to do that is with harrys.com, uh, which is a a way of getting razors delivered right to your house Yeah. for way cheaper than you'll find at the, uh, at the grocery yeah. mart. And, yeah. Saves um, you a trip. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, now... 10 million folks have already tried Harry's. You get, but we're not, we're not going to leave you high and dry. You're going to try it for free. Wow. With us. Wow. I know you may have heard other podcasts claim that they're also doing this offer, but we're, don't believe them. It's just, it's just <laughs> us. We're, we're doing, we're, we're doing the, the we got the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we've both tried Harry's. We both like Harry's. We both use Harry's. Yeah. So, uh, so it's not like we're, uh, we're not bullshitting you here. No. This is legit. No. Um, so if you go to harrys.com slash TGIA, easy enough, easy to rem- remember, uh, you will get a trial set mm-hmm. that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. A weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, five-blade razor with mm-hmm. lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade for a close shave, a rich lathering shave gel, we love that, uh, that will uh, leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Nice. So, listeners to our show can redeem their trial set, again, at harrys.com slash TGIA. You go there, we hook you up. You just pay the shipping. Yeah, nothing, no, no fuss, no muss. Yeah. If you don't like it, you cancel. If you do like it, you get it delivered to you. You never have to think about a razor ever again in your whole life. Oh my god, uh, it's uh, and it's a and it truly is a fine shave. So please, uh, if you haven't tried them out, do it now. Harrys dot com slash tgia. That's how that works. Perfect. Well, thank you, Dan. Well, thank you, Frank. No, Dan, thank you. <laughs> Hey, let's talk about queers. Let's talk about the gays. Oh, God so dang. many gays. So many gays. Pride Month, Dan. Pride. It's the Pride we Month. We love Pride. Uh, yeah. You know, it's well, the here's the time thing. of the year. I had some feelings about Pride. You know, a couple years ago, I was thinking about Pride. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, gay marriage had, had gone national. Mm. Uh, we had Obama in the presidency. Everything was kind of swimming. Mm-hmm. We were doing okay. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Gay Pride's just a festival now. Mm. It doesn't have the uh, the oomph, the impact. It oh, doesn't have boy. the meaning that it used to have. Because uh, yeah, people are, by and large, okay with you the gays. Go, you go, Dan. But, I mean, there's, but there were, even then, there was still important stuff to do. There, yes. There, were, there was still there work were, to be done. There were, you know, teenagers <laughs> growing up in uh, religious and... Or just uh, homophobic households, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, like there, 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 there was that. We there had, were we, still. Utah has a huge teen suicide rate, and that absolutely. was largely because, uh, and a lot of that was a, a disproportional number of gay youth. Yeah, and and gay people in this country, you know, have always faced assault and yeah, and uh, <clears throat> crime, you know. Yeah, and and whatnot. But it and feeling seemed, unsafe. It seemed in like certain places, like for example, like. You know, traveling to certain parts of this country still was kind of a... You just kind of didn't know. Right. It was a sketchy proposition. Maybe you had, like, uh, some preconceived ideas about what you were going to face. And maybe the place place proved you right. Maybe it proved you wrong. Right. You know. It did seem... But it did seem like the trajectory was... Progress. ...was in the right direction and Uh everything. You know, all gay people were being represented in media. Absolutely. Like it was, it and seemed like the country had just kind of started to really figure it out. And I will say that as a gay man, yes, who lives in a in a very accepting and open place, I did feel very safe. I, I felt what you were saying, Dan. Good. We were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it was wrong, and uh, because those embers were still glowing, mm-hmm. and all it took was the slightest breath from that. 
fatuous dipshit we have in the White House right now. <laughs> and suddenly the flames were fanned. And not uh. the good kind of flaming, but actually the hatred, hatred kind of flaming. Right. And suddenly it's like relevant, like extremely relevant again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, there, there have been some interesting incidents here in Salt Lake recently that yeah. I've been hearing about. There's a, a restaurant that we both love yeah. uh, that is owned by a gay couple, and there's, they always have a pride flag out front. Right. And, uh, and it was torn up. It was like shredded and partially torn down yeah. not too long ago. Uh, in fact, they actually Did you see- still have it hanging, and they just have a new flag over the top of it. Oh, interesting. Which Did you see I the- think is the right move they don't were forget that these things still happen right yeah ex- absolutely know? they were on um diners drive-ins and dives oh were they and uh and what's his name uh guy fieri guy fieri god love him it was very cute he called it a pop and pop so- store <laughs> adorable that's adorable okay. adorable that's really cute um but yes uh they they were hate crimed they were uh, a phrase that you and I have used for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there, yeah. And I've heard of other. There was uh, one, the <clears throat> Dominion Energy, the our local provider of natural gas. Um, they had a big pride flag on it's their a- downtown office building. Yeah. And somebody tried to cut it down. Yeah. And they had to chase him off. Um, and then Andrea, your wife, was telling us about one of her acquaintances mm-hmm. who was actually assaulted not too long ago yeah. while while leaving a, a gay club yeah here got town. beaten up had to and was had to go to the hospital yeah so it clearly there and last year pride do you remember this one right after pride there was the group of gay men that were being chased down by yeah. like 19 year olds and they ran into a, an ice cream shop and yeah one of the workers had to sort of barricade the door and keep these guys out. And people had to, people were being beaten. Yeah. It, so it, it is got, still out there. And yeah, and it's gotten worse. It's they're, em, worse. they're emboldened. Yeah. You know, uh, even as, so, I mean, now there's a, a thing that you can do. There's a service that hap- started happening, I think, last year or maybe the year before, right. where you could pay a, 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 a little amount and the don- it's a donation that goes to, Maybe the Utah AIDS Foundation or something. Okay. And they'll go and just like the Boy Scouts, they'll stick a pride flag in your lawn for Pride Weekend. Instead of an American flag. Instead of an American right, flag, okay. they, they, they put the rainbow pride flag right. out. Okay. Uh, and people have been going around stealing those. So it's... Well, maybe they just love rainbow flags. Maybe they can't afford the fee, but they need no, that's not what it pride is. flags. The, the ones I heard were like being like vandalized and yeah. damaged. And, yeah. It's clear. It's clear what what the message is, <clears throat> right? And this was actually, I mean, th- this story. Th- it's both. There, there's like the 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 good part of it, where you're like, oh my god, because these were like people. The story was specifically about people out in a very very conservative, very Mormon corner of the the county, right? Right. And, and that's where it happened. Which and so means they, it was cool that these people were actually taking a stand and saying, "Hey, yeah, we support our, yeah, our gay love." It means that these flags and, were already there. So, yeah. so like, yes, the there's I weird progress. The progress and, is and, still happening. Yeah, but the pushback has has it's gotten a, new life breathed in. Yeah, it. I know. And it and it is becoming violent, and it is becoming and it's and it's quite ugly. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's so funny that. We, I mean, I get, I think the thing that we need to remember is that progress bit. Right. It's still progressing, but they're really trying to dial back the rights now. They're really trying to, die, you know, the, the opposition is working tirelessly to dial back women's rights, to dial mm-hmm. back gay rights, to yeah. dial back minority protections. Yeah. Like, these are things that it almost felt like, you know, we, we had a black president. It almost <laughs> felt like we had made... Some real substantive, un, oh, non undoable uh, progress, and and we have it. It's all it all could crumble. Oh, we white men, white liberal me, men. Yeah, me sitting Boy, in my was just the in my place it, it of was privilege. Done. It was absolutely. I did not feel like was it was done. done. I did not feel like it was done, <laughs> and yet I did feel a little more secure than I should have done. Fair enough. Or a lot that, that more. That progress was, what I felt, was that 
progress was just what was happening. Yeah. We were just progressing as a society and as a nation and great. And people might not be happy about it, but... But they'll get old and die. fuck them. Right. Yeah, yeah. They'll get old and die. And then you hear about young homophobes and you're like, nope, nope. It's, uh, it, it's still gross. It's... And it's getting grosser. So arm yourselves, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, celebrate pride in your in your neck of the woods. Go to the local pride festival. Absolutely, show your support uh, for for the LGBTQ community. Yeah, uh, you don't they, have to be gay. No, but in they fact, they need like, they need the support. We like the allies showing up. Yeah, so. but be a real ally. None of this. Uh, I'm okay with gays, but not okay with trans. None of that bullshit. Just be a real ally. Go yeah. out and lend your support. Show them that you're there on their side, and show the rest of the world yeah. that you're on their side. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, uh, hey, if you have something you'd like to add to this conversation, if you would like to uh, excoriate me for be for being so privileged and not knowing and, and being so dumb, uh, you can do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Yeah. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. Also, uh, Twitter and uh, Reddit, you can look for Atheist. Uh, don't forget that we're doing the Patreon thing. Please, if you if you can, go and and help us get off of the the the, the tit of big advertising. Uh, <laughs> we're still suckling there, but we don't want to be. Anyway, uh, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and find the link to that. Uh, speaking of our our social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of the work she does on the Facebook page. Thanks to uh, Danny and Amy for being our moderators and members only lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thank you for tuning in! Bye-bye!